I was like, oh, I'm using the um, uh, the MC Hammer method, which is I uh, can't touch this. Did you make that? Did you make that? At the I time? did. Yeah, yeah, they laughed. At the <laughs> <time>. <laughs> God, thank God your jokes have got better. <laughs> And welcome to Shit, I Married a Twin. We are the podcast that chats all things families. I'm married to one twin and best friends with the other. Isn't that a lovely strap line? I'm Luke Kempner and I'm joined by my wife. Hello, Lana McFarland Kempner. Lana McFarland Kempner and my sister-in-law. Oh, Lisa Bardell. Lisa Bardell. I'm in a hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm in a hotel, I guys. I say, where are you? Don't mind admitting it. Alana was very, very nice because our daughter, Ari, wakes up at five. Although today, uh, Alana texted me saying it was 20 to five. And I... Every even, day. Even when Alana's like, it's sort of Alana's turn to do the sort of five o'clock shift. I, as soon as I'm awake, I can't get back to sleep. So because I was doing the Love Island podcast, I know, I can't believe it, moonlighting on another podcast. Um, <laughs> it's quite... Slut. It's, I know the little podcast slut, um, but it's quite <laughs> late at night we record, um, even though we have to pretend that we do it first thing in the morning. Um, it's quite late at night we record. So Alana was like, I'll just get a hotel and then you can get a lion. And I, I did. I mean, my lion was, was 10 to 7, but I, for me, it still felt like an incredible lion. I feel like Alana's going to send this up at some point. No, I was actually very nice, but when he was texting at 6.50, I was like, get back to sleep, make the most of it, get I off do, your phone, what are you doing? I do the board? same, though, when Alana's away or something like that, or I'm downstairs taking Ari early in the morning and Alana like, messaged me about something. I'm like, you just sort of feel like you're doing a good thing by letting that other person have a lion, and then when they're not lying in which you would love to be doing you're like please can you enjoy this to a hundred percent because i would love to be where you are or even though as well i got to the hotel early had a, I, had a, I had a nap i had first nap when i got here about four o'clock till half five did a little bit of work when i did the podcast came back was in bed by midnight instead of being in bed by sort of one o'clock and i slept till seven i mean ten to seven mm. oh and i had a hotel, hotel breakfast i've overdone the hotel breakfast i feel too full um, but it's it's good. I'm in a good place. You didn't have a little tiny snotty person going lolly, 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 lolly. Oh, uh, just all of that stuff. Yeah, lollies at five in the morning. Um, how was she this morning, Lalana? Was she all right? She was good. To five. She what was are we good. Do? <laughs> what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do with these She's full of beans. To be fair, she was being funny. I just can't remember what it was. Hello. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, as soon as you go in, hello. Big cheese are like, why are you not going back to sleep? Um, we bought a yeah, clock, we're... Lisa. We've bought a, a sleep training clock. It's like a little sheep, and it like, it's, I think it stays it's red green. until. Yeah. And She's it's not being really allowed to get to that. I like the intention, but she doesn't give a shit. That's what I mean. It's like, how are you going to teach her to do that? Like, she's not going to do, she's not going to, she's not going to go, okay, then I can't speak properly, but I do totally understand that I can't wake my parents up until six. There's no way. Why don't you reward her with a lolly? If she sat in her cot and ate it quietly until six o'clock, she can have (laughs) as many as she likes. In fact, I'll install a freezer and next to her cot and she can just <laughs> <Yeah>. help herself <laughs> off her face on mini milks yeah. but what was funny though is like my sister's been uh like she's got all of our um sort of family videos and uh home videos home videos from like the early 90s and she sent one and it's me and my sister uh, uh doing a sort of little improv and pretending to be our parents 
and um and then my my dad from behind the camera goes um right 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 luke you 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 look, s s pretend to be us two when luke comes in in the morning and then my mum and i'm about two and a half in this video and my mum goes yes at 5 30 every morning so, so and we looked alan and i looked at each other like oh dear that's it's where it comes genetics. from you've spawned an early rising so it's genetics it's my yeah. fault so that means i should have to get up at five every morning exactly right? i agree can we have a little for catch up alana what's been going on in the world of bread making oh the cheese we made a cheese definitely loaf. silence oh yeah no we made a cheese loaf um it was really loaf. good actually um, little chunks of cheese my idea yeah it was little cubes of cheese uh, yeah, Luke was like, maybe we should do a cheese loaf, and I was just going to do a plain one, and I thought, you know what? Let's go. I'm sorry to say it, Luke, but for your apprehension on the bread maker, you're getting fairly invested. So, my new thing, guys, is I want an ice bath, okay? The one I really <laughs> oh want, the one I really <laughs> want Inspector is... Gadget next. <laughs> the one I really want is an ice bath. a sauna and an ice bath, and it's eight grand. Nobody can afford that. <laughs> but I found one on sale. From 150 pounds to 75 pounds, I feel I deserve you know, that. You said to me, "Buy me an eighth bath." I was like, "No," and because I thought you were sending me sleep training clocks. Oh yeah. So I, like, I was like, "I get one of those." But and, then, and look, and actually, I got all excited because Luke was like, "Yeah, let's get that one," and I was like, "Get in," and he meant the then, sleep training. Yeah, but you clock. have to also buy an ice machine, do you know. Well, this one seemingly you can keep it outside because <laughs> it's got a lid, and you could just have bags of ice. Um, oh, because they're cheap. Isn't very economical. Yeah, and you've uh, got such. You've got a good size. You've got seven got fridges to keep bags of ice in. Well, you actually, you actually keep honeys. freezer. Yeah, exactly. You keep ice in freezer, honeys. We've got a big freezer outside <laughs> that we got for my breast milk. You can tell I've not had a kitchen for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't know the difference between a fridge and a freezer. Anyway, that's my next project, and I think I have proven that I have kept the bread maker on, so it means I should get an ice bath. You're not Plus. Luke said, well, Luke said, oh, like prove that you just have cold showers every day and prove if you have a cold shower every day for X amount of time, I'll get you. So I have to. No, I, think I, think I, I, did, I didn't say that. That's literally a sentence you've just made up. Oh, maybe I, I said it to I, myself. <laughs> I didn't say <laughs> if you have cold showers every day, I'll get you one. I, oh, well, I, what I, I actually that's... said was... Well, you've actually not... just said it now, so thank you. What I actually said that's was... Deal binding, I said, legally binding. I had cold showers in the morning. <laughs> and then you <laughs> said to me, but it's only 75 quid. And I said, well, you can afford it yourself then. Maybe you could get Ali to hose you down in the back garden. Water. Yeah, it's not a bad show. Water. Oh, God, we don't need an ice bath. But we thing. do. If I'm getting up at five o'clock every morning, I need it just to wake me up, you know? Oh, well, okay. So you'll do every five o'clock morning if I buy you Well, I'm going to have to soon, am I? What do you mean, am I? What, for a week when I'm... A, what does am I mean? And it means B, when you go up to Edinburgh, when you, that's oh, when you go up to Edinburgh for a month. It started, on. the Edinburgh guilt. It started... Two weeks premature. Pre. I didn't think it would start pre. I thought it would come. I post. thought she'd at least wait till a week in, or at least like mm. maybe the first weekend. Mm, 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 mm. You having a time of your life in Edinburgh? I'm up at five o'clock every morning. Yeah, you got childcare four days a week. Enjoy that. We've very much enjoyed your responses to the holiday chat last week. And one of you has uh, sent in your holiday chat about T-shirts, names on the back of T-shirts. I absolutely love this story. This is from Felicity McCormack. Um, and uh, can we let, let's play it out and then uh, we can discuss it afterwards. Okay, I'm going to give this a go. So 
it was in the last episode when you were talking about like your first group holiday and you get a t-shirt or a polo shirt with like a nickname or some sort of word on the back um my first group holiday a bit like you luke we went to newquay um so loads of us went to newquay and we saw other people with these t-shirts and we thought that's really cool let's all get one um but we didn't really have nicknames for each other <laughs> so we all sat around and decided that as we were all really big fans of the band queen I know, we're so cool. We would all get either lyrics or characters or song titles of like Queen songs. <laughs> God, this is so embarrassing. And so I put my hand straight up and went, well, I'm going to be Killer Queen. So we go off to the shop the next day to get these things on the back of the T-shirts. And when I get there, I realise you have to pay for the individual letters. So Killer Queen's quite long. I was like, it's not gonna fit, it's gonna cost me a fortune. So I'll just get K Queen. I was like, great. Spent the rest of the holiday wearing this polo shirt, thought it was really cool. Years later, I'm telling my husband, Rog, this story, and he falls about laughing. And he was like, to me, you've got Ketamine Queen on the back of your T-shirt, <laughs> which obviously had never occurred to me. So, Luke, when I heard you with your GBH Kempner, I heard grievous bodily harm and ketamine, which makes it a thousand times worse. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> oh, I love as well, is... like, Flick's so innocent looking and, like, angelic looking, and she's literally got ketamine... <laughs> On the back. <laughs> she looks like a Disney the princess. Hard, the hardest drug taker in the whole of um, of New Key. <laughs> Queen. I love that. And I, I love she's basically just tried to out, out her husband as a, a drug expert as well. <laughs> um, oh my god, that is amazing. I mean, I really, as a big fan of Queen, I quite like the idea of uh, of having different Queen. What would you have had? To look? I'd have probably gone Flash Gordon. Um, mm. Flash, you know, being Flash. Um, and, uh, but I also, or maybe Galileo, be quite good. Yeah. Um, or Bishmila, because a lot of people think it goes, Bishmila, no, I will not let this be, it's Bishmila. I'll probably have Bishmila. What would you have, Alana? I'd probably have Don't Stop Me Now, Bobby Oh, Roddy. that's good. Right. It's quite sort of hen doing it, apart from your hand and you hate me, don't you change my favour? You, would, <laughs> you wouldn't have, uh, you wouldn't have been Don't Stop Me Now, it'd be Don't Encourage Me because I'm, I'm not interested. <laughs> Don't stop me what? drinking now. No. Aye, <laughs> uh, pretty good. Um, what about you, Lisa? What would you have gone for? Well, right now, fat bottom girl. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. She's a whale. She's a whale. Fat <laughs> This week, we wanted to talk about jobs. All right. I've been seeing people on Twitter talking about their first jobs and it just feels like such a common thing that we've all been through having to get all these little jobs from the early, you know, I had a paper round at, at like 12, um, which I used to make my mate um, come and stay at mine on a Friday night and do my paper round with me at like five in the morning. And he used to do it with me. Did you give him half the money? No, the money was only a fiver. How so nice what? is that? I need yeah, to thank I mean, him that's again. That's like ride or die vibes. I know. We, I mean, for five quid in the freezing cold. I've I just remembered this that they're basically on the on the round 
one of the person that I delivered the paper to, they said to me, they went, oh, do you um, live in the new, did you deliver the newspaper in the week? And I went, um, and they went, because I've got a bonus for you. And I went, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. Oh, um, and then they gave, me, money. they gave me the uh, Christmas card with an extra five pounds in it and I kept it. You little shit. <laughs> I'd have had and to what you back. could have done in that situation if you were going to be really truly disappointed uh-huh, to the you pal. Could have given it to your pal. <laughs> See, Lisa, Lisa, this is the difference between you're twins and non-twins. You the you are a Slytherin, like. Um, right, you girls work together now. You've worked together for what twelve years. Um, mm. How did yeah, it's probably you? More than that, too. When you first started working together, did you envisage that you would work together forever? No. We definitely did not want to work together. Well, it's the wrong week to ask us this, I would say. Uh, I th- <laughs> it's a fairly, it's a fairly tangent week. Oh, my God. Uh, it's my been a, just, uh, it's a good week. It's been a difficult week. <laughs> um, although, Lisa, that being said, we started the week. Like, when we... So, if you go on our Instagram, or the Gut Stuff's Instagram, we did a bit of, like, a how since the gut stuff began so how far we've come yeah and to be honest lisa we've done a lot and i wouldn't have wanted to do it without you oh oh that's lovely this is what a wonderful chance this is for reconciliation um lisa Um, and then since that reels went up i have regretted it it's been (laughs) war (laughs) lisa's moving into third trimester she's going crazy oh no she's blaming lisa the pregnancy oh god that's not a good thing to throw out no it's not how lisa's gonna react to that okay i I have um no i I mean i have had the rage there's a lot going on is that Um, a pregnant thing the third trimester getting the rage yeah i think your hormones start the hormones start to come back oh that's good then at least you have got some sort of excuse for being crazy crazy the hormones start to come back it's that sort of peak time with the house. It's at peak time with work. Um, Why did you get your house done up whilst you've got a baby? It's all choices, a, Luke. This is the thing. And a Labrador. Oh, oh, this thing, Alana. It's all choices. Well, that's what you used to say to me, Lisa. When I was, like, tired I'm with Ari or... Um, when I was tired with Ari or stressed at work, she's like, it's your choice. So I'm just no, throwing I don't, well, that back why, at you. That's why I feel like I can't moan about it because <laughs> the house is thingy, but it's still like... I get it. Annoying. I understand. I sympathise. Um, so you sound it. I hear it. <laughs> yeah, and do you know what, actually, the, the thing is, is like trying to... the And that's the thing, it's all good stuff. Like growing a baby, getting a new yes. house. It's yes. all good stuff. But it's I think it's stuff. just uh, currently it's like... The hospital appointments, you're there all the bloody time now. Like every two weeks I'm there. Um, you know, I was there the other day having to do this diabetes test and then jabs and blah, blah, blah. Well, it's just all quite a lot in the minute. And as what I would well ask as... from Alana is some slack. Instead, yes. cut me Do you know what, Lisa? Slack, do you want hunt. a little bit of truth? I did say to Alana this morning, um, you need to cut Lisa a little bit. Of and mm. I did say to Luke, I know, yeah. and I did text Lisa saying I'm sorry. Yeah, she said, okay, so, sorry, oh, kiss, kiss. I did wonder good. where that had come from, actually. It came from me, honeys. Have you, have you sort of, because uh, as much as, yes, there's times when it's tense and there's arguments and then it goes into the family WhatsApp group and me and your mum have to deal with it as well. <laughs> uh, but are there, do, do, do you think it has helped you being so close um, with the work or do you think actually if you were just friends or even just colleagues it would help the business more no I think it has ha- I think you 
I think running a startup, you need to have a co-founder because it's from hell. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it helps if that co-founder is your blood and ride or die because there's no way out of that. <laughs> so that yeah. is both the blessing and the curse in that nobody can leave. Yeah, um, so yeah. you just got to keep pushing through with it. Okay. But even when you were sort of doing starting the Mac Twins, MacTube, and you were interviewing Rex 3-2 and Ed Sheeran, we still know him. Do you, even when you were doing that, um, was it just like, oh my God, I get to work with my best friend and my sister, it's the best thing in the world? Or was it just sort of like, well, we have to work together because this is our best chance, becoming stars? Uh, I don't think it was as conscious as that. I don't really know. No, I and think I think we sort of... We enjoyed the highs together as well. Like, mm. I think our first job... As presenters one of the first jobs was all the backstage stuff which is obviously really fun then our second job we got flew out to tennessee for jack daniels um oh, yeah plan b with, with plan b and a few other people and i mean that was just like a once in a lifetime experience and we thought that's what the entertainment industry was and then obviously yeah. we fell back down to earth with a bump in the five years that proceeded that um but like those sort of opportunities and then things like you know like djing it well you know, Hugmanay and Headline Hugmanay, all that sort of thing, hosting Hugmanay, looking at each other and 80,000 people in front of us singing Loch Lomond, you know, those sort of highs and I just can't imagine doing on my own and we really enjoyed them together. Um, mm. And we have definitely, there's no way that I, I would have still been able to keep going in the company if I didn't have Lisa by my side, for sure. And also that, that there's no one that understands it like the other person who is doing exactly the same job. And then when the person is doing that is your twin, I mean, it must be just an incredible experience. Yeah, and I don't think the business would be where it is if we didn't put the pressure that we put on each other. Yeah, that's mm. the, that is the like hard thing, is that we are both really tough on each other, but I think that's where the success has probably come from. So I also think like if you are, you know, say you whinge about your job and you're like, mm. oh, I'm going to have to work late, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you just probably whinge about it to your partner and you're like, I've had to work late, this person's annoying me, blah, 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 blah. Whereas Alana and I, we sort of we take out on each other, like, I'm working late, what are you doing? You know, it's like all comparison stuff so i think that's hard because you take on the other person's burden as well as your own like if alana's you know lana took basically no maternity leave which she d- never mentions actually she never mentions it mm. um but then i've got you know, she's got the guilt that i'm working without her and i've got the guilt that she's drug juggling so much and things like that so it is like yes the shared experiences when it's good are great but the shared experiences, you know, you've got your their burden as well as yours, I think is the I hardest think, thing. I, I think as well, like, I, actually, when you talk about it, Lisa, like, what it does really sound like is like owning your own business or even just both work you know even when you were the mac twins like the mac um you are still the mac twins um for the right fee but when you're the mac twins <laughs> you are you're that's still a company um and it's like a child and you're like the parents mm. of that child and it's that thing of like you both have to muck in to make it uh, 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 to bring that child up to be uh, be the best that it can be um and if you don't but you know if one person's slacking the other person really feels it um so i think you're right like the business wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for you two having those arguments as well as yeah. those successes i also think as well like the loaded thing responsibility of having other people's careers and jobs and livelihoods on your shoulders yeah. is you know i, I think I, I probably underestimated that 
yeah and i think that's probably wh where that comes from as well like all that anxiety and stuff it's not just it's not just us of course um, and as it grows and grows you know that's you know there's only gonna be more people working for you etc mm -hmm. so get used to it honeys <laughs>So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Go back to then like your first sort of jobs that you did. You know, did you um, ever get each other? Because I know that quite happens often with siblings is like, they'll be like, oh, come work at this place. It's great. Um, did you ever sort of get each other jobs like that? Every yeah, well, job I we think had, the, I think the we? crux of this actually is we never got pocket money, and Mum always gets really defensive when we say this, right? What about all the dance classes that you went to? <laughs> but we didn't get pocket money. We were just like if we did chores around the house, it was just expected of us, which I actually think is right. Agreed, absolutely agreed. Um, so that was just like you know the, you you live here. That's basic. So we were working similar to you. I was in, working in the chip shop mm -hmm. and um, I, when I, I was 13. I, we both had a paper round as well, but not for very long. Yeah. And then I Did started working. Did you ever dump working... the papers? No, never. No. God, no. Oh, You're a maniac. You, you took a friend I didn't you, do that. I didn't, I didn't you... dump the papers. I never dumped the papers. I, and I had a friend of mine that did that and he was it was a free newspaper and he what he, he'd do is he just jumped he just dumped it all in the lake and the person who uh, the employer like found all of these dumped papers in the lakes that weren't going around to people's houses like I'd never do that that's awful what a waste of trees yeah yes. <laughs> what a waste and the of poor trees. ducks eating well, the in, the, in the chip shop as well like I'm pretty sure I had to work till like one in the morning that's not legal <sighs> 13 and I used to have to buy my own dinner in the chip shop um, because I didn't want to yeah when I was working there and I got £2.50 an hour so oh, I basically God. couldn't afford the fish and chips because that was like my whole wages. So I used to get mushrooms and chips. Oh, deep fried mushrooms and did chips. You? <laughs> yeah. they didn't give you a free meal. I know. Think of all the potatoes that are sitting there. It's like, it's no, no. Chips. The, one, the good thing that I loved about that job was that we used to experiment with the deep fried fryer. Well, Scotch, um, and we used to do like Kinder eggs and Buenos in the deep fried fryer. Did pie. you? Yeah, because there was a mm, there was a deep fried Mars bar supper, which was two deep fried Mars bars and chips. That is a heart attack in oh a package. Oh my god! You could literally see people's arteries 
getting smaller as they looked at her. <laughs> so um, you thought, I'll, I'll add a kinder surprise in there and that'll be healthier. Yeah, and I used to always get really self-conscious because um, the chocolate from whatever Mars bar or confectionery, deep fried food, used to be in my train tracks. <laughs> and when oh, I was serving no. customers. <laughs> that's like the most dated thing. I, when I was Remember serving customers. Remember you used to have different colours in your train tracks. We had the hearts colours. Maroon yeah. and white, maroon and oh, white, maroon yeah. and white. Some of them just went from mint just to like emulate minty mm. fresh bread. Yeah. Is train tracks still a thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so there was that one. Then Alana was make. Alana was at the dance. Yeah. So I. Yeah, I used to help my dance teacher with the little ones. So I would half the time I would be like pressing play on the cassette player, uh, <laughs> and then the other half time I'd be taking the little ones to the toilets or mopping up when they peed themselves on the floor. Remember when you used to have to go in for the exams? You used to have to face the wall. The wall. The wall. <laughs> they were like, because you weren't. I don't know. You weren't allowed to look at them. I think it was so that in case you were like told them what to do um <laughs> no but it was the um, best play yeah oh just like listen god. i'd be like oh what my god i hope job. you're doing well um but it was actually really good money i got it was all morning but i got 20 quid which is a lot when yeah. you're like yeah. 12 and then um straight the person that owned the studio straight to scaramouche for a gel pen <laughs> honey please um and then but uh, the woman who owned the studio who um used to ask me to go and get her a bottle of diet coke from the shop she used to give me a tenner and i used to get to keep the change so Ten i literally quid? walked away with like well diet coke was probably a pound back then 29 quid for a morning i was absolutely raking it in money. and I, it was an inspirational to me because i ended up owning my own dance school in the end you did, yes. And that's how we met. And you met me through doing that. So Yeah. Oh what an important what? job, man. From <gasps> staring at the wall to staring at this. What was your very first one after the, the paper? After the paper. Well, didn't... similar to Alana in that it got quite a well-paid one. Like I, I, I started working for basically like there was a man who lived down the road. <laughs> you never feel like it's a good start to a, a, an anecdote. But there was a man that lived down the road who used to buy computer monitors do you remember like when computer monitors were quite sort of deep you know not mm. like the thin ones they were like deep they but you buy them broken and he would fix them and then we go to these computer fairs you know what a computer fair is no absolutely not so so basically like they'd be i don't know if they have them in scotland they probably do and they're, they're all they're in like it's called a scrapyard in scotland I think. <laughs> yeah exactly but they'd be in like sports centers and loads of sad old men go to the like like my dad would go to these computer fairs and they'd look around and they'd go oh, oh, like an auxiliary cable oh, i'll get one of those and they're, and they're like oh no that's a, oh, a keyboard or oh, a mouse mat and it'd be like oh and then they'd just chat to other blokes about like boring computer stuff so we'd go to these computer fairs and we'd sell the monitors that had been uh, mended but they would always be quite dirty because they would be in like smokers households and stuff like that so they'd be quite yellowy and stuff like that so my job was just to clean these monitors um, and then he would go and sell them at the computer fairs and then I got promoted and got to go to the computer fairs as well and sell the monitors um, and I got paid like 40 quid for the day amazing and then um, that was on the commission on them well yeah i did actually because it was actually 35 quid and i got 40 quid if you had a good day but it was quite bad because we used to have to um i used to have to haggle because it wasn't like uh you know it wasn't just like a set you know it wasn't like working in dixon's like you know the price would be like 20 quid but towards the end of the day you're trying to get rid of them because you don't want to take them back and so blokes would come back and they'd be like i'll give it a go you know this one's 30 quid i'll uh i'll give you 20 and then i'll be like um what about <laughs> 
<laughs> My voice is so dry. <clears throat> I'm like, um, what about twenty nine pounds? And they'd be like, they'd be like, no, come on, mate, it's thirty quid. I'm going twenty nine. Like, at least go twenty five or something. Okay then, fifty six. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually they go, I'll give you 25. And, I, and I'd, I, they'd have a look in their eye that was, accept this, I'm not trying to rip you off, you're being an idiot. And I go, okay, then 25's fine, thank you. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a oh Del Boy God. PC world, this. Oh, it's just rubbish. This also reminds me of another job you had, Luke, when we, maybe about two or three years into our relationship, when you worked at the haberdashery. Kathy, oh, yes. and you had to clean the windows and I remember you coming home nearly in tears like <laughs> I cannot get these windows clean <laughs> so from now finding out that you clean computer screens very very similar skill there no because why with the haberdashery no. windows not <laughs> gleaming but the trouble is with the windows is I went in there and the bloke that run the place he was like, because basically I said to him, I was like, look, I just need any extra jobs. Like, because I was working as a waiter, but I was also like, any extra jobs you need me to come in, like, on days I'm not on the rotor, just just give me loads of jobs. Because I was actually trying to save money up to buy your engagement ring so you can stop taking the piss. Um, <laughs> and I went in and he was like, uh, you can clean the windows. I need you to clean the windows. And, uh, and he was like, what are oh, you yeah, get he was the... American, wasn't he? He was like, get the newspaper. And uh, you spray it with this. And then you use newspaper and you wipe, 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 wipe. And it's clean. Like, and he showed me it so quickly. Right. And I was like, okay. And then I must have spent an hour and a half cleaning the front of the shop. He thought I was going to do it in 15 minutes. Then he was going to give me another job. And he literally, oh my God, it honestly gives yeah, me like, it makes me shake. Wrong. makes me shake thinking about it. It was because so, I kept looking at it going, this isn't clean. And he'd come over and eventually he'd just go, what are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> I was just, I, I sort of felt like I was doing what you were saying. And he's like, no, no, give it here. But like, he cleaned it really, really quickly in front of me to make a point. And he goes, uh, you know what? Let's, let's call it a day there. And that was the last, that was the last that ever worked there. Like, I hated that so he's much. He's probably thinking, this, this laddie can't even clean a window. He can do impressions of all the customers, but he can't yeah. clean fucking windows. And do you know what I actually like You should have sang. You should have sang. That's what you should have Well, done. I should have done. I didn't like... Um, I didn't like being a waiter because I didn't like the fact you had to share the tips. That still annoys me. Like, if I'm smashing it with a chat, why should I have to share the tips? But what I liked doing was just doing the washing up in the background. I w I'd wash mm. up for eight hours. Like, I'd mm. just sit, stand there in my own Agreed. world, washing up, headphones on, love that. When I worked in the yoga windows. studio, my favourite job was folding the towels. Yeah. There is a start, there is a middle, and there is an end. Yeah. And when they're all See done, you, you feel so rewarded it's quite meditative did you work in hairdressers as well Luke so I did I. yeah yeah I worked at headmasters hairdressers cleaning up hair um and because I, I didn't did you I, have to do a wash hair wash no no just had to do the sweeping oh. and uh on the front just of the a house. Saturday boy yeah but the thing is though what uh, I remember like because it was really near uh, arts ed drama school and um and like so they would come in with their um, NUS cards. Was it NUS? Oh, yeah. Where you could get like 10% that, off or something. And that's what you used to fake to get into the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd write your date of your fake date of birth. And mm -hmm. go, I've got my idea. I've got my NUS card. Yeah. Um, but like they, and I remember like these girls would come in, like quite hot girls from uh, from the local dance school, getting their hair done. And then they'd be like, um, and then they'd hand the NUS card. And I'd like see their art said. So I'd sort of go, oh, uh, yeah, I, uh, I went to drama school, actually. Um, I've, uh, I've only just left. And like thinking that that would be like, oh, common ground. And mm. the chat, but actually they're looking going, 
but you it's work not working. Bleak. You work <laughs> in the reception, <laughs> Fed Masters. <laughs> how how talented are you? Um, so yeah, another another bleak job. Did I you, used to so wash you the hair. Yeah, I oh. used to wash the hair. So oh, um, yeah, I used to have lots of ladies of Morningside scalp skin under my fingernails. <laughs> oh, um, no. I know they used to get like a bless them, get a blow dry like every two or three weeks. So you know yeah. you put the water on and the sort of smell used to be a bit. Oh, but I did oh, like the chat. No. Um, yeah, I, I did love the chat. Uh, and then when I worked at Lucas, I worked in an ice cream shop after that, and that was one of my favorite yeah. jobs ever. Um, but I used to greet the customers because it could get after a long shift, it would get quite boring. So me and my friend Fee used to greet the customers of accents. And um, one day I was like, "Good day, Mike. Would you like a corner?" And um, and they were like, "Where are you from, Brisbane?" And I was like, "Fuck!" No. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to carry on the ruse. Um, and we used to do all we used to get up to all sorts of hijinks. Like Fee made me um, greet customers as a robot, and I put a big cardboard box on my body. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> yeah, we had honestly great fun. I love these sort of like embarrassing stories from jobs, which mm. which leads nicely on to because uh, we got a voice note from uh, Lewis, one of our listeners, um, who uh, who had a brilliant story about um, where when he used to work as an electrician. Let's have a listen. When I was working for a company, I, um, I was doing a bit of like what we call like cancel work. It was like maintaining cancel properties, and it was this really nice old woman and um i had to change the kitchen light fitting and i really needed a fart but she she was like chatting away to me in the kitchen but i think she's like making a cup of tea and stuff like that um i was on top of the ladders and i was holding this fart in and she yeah <laughs> As soon as she left the kitchen, I thought, right, it's time to just let it slip out. So I farted. As soon as I'd done it, she'd walk back into the kitchen. And then she started going, oh, I think I smell gas. (laughs) Um, Obviously, I had to, like, sort of play it down and deny I smelt gas. Oh no! I always I have the utmost respect like for people that work in other people's houses. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm. Yeah. I actually had a story. My neighbour the other day. She goes on a Thursday round to home visits. She got locked in this old lady's house, and the lady no. bless her's got like dementia, and yeah, she had to get a neighbour to come and get her. But she was in there for ages and ages. Oh no! Um, yeah. I I used to. I worked for a. I sort of. For, uh, morally regret it actually um a beauty pageant firm where Did i used you? to have to recruit young girls in slow and shopping no. in their own malls. Well, you, oh you're one of those people that came up to me and go hey you're a model that yes. kind of stuff <laughs> uh-huh. honestly the worst the worst and I then when i worked knew in the, that you did that yeah and i worked in the call center uh, when i worked in the call center 
that's where I met my friend Vicky and we used to send notes to each other because you had to do like certain calls per minute and things like that. Um, but yeah, I used to have to stand outside Boots and, and when I was on like on field work and ask people to do surveys for 20 minutes for like a five pound voucher. And you feel so bad because you just have to sort of lure them in. But yeah, I used to do that on Bromley Shopping Centre standing outside Boots. Oh, so I mean, there we like, have. Uh, but I like the the sort of I, I remember like having to pull a sickie at work. The guilt you would feel about pulling a sickie. Where like now as you're older, you're like, why did I care so much? Like producer Daisy told us a brilliant one where she left a job where she was working. She was about 22, and um, so instead of just going, I'm actually moving on from this job. Um, she said, I'm moving to Spain. <laughs> but then wasn't moving to Spain. Like, and I, I, that made me think of when I used to work at TGI Fridays, the worst job I've ever done, right? I hated it with an absolute passion. And actually it made me think of you like Lisa going, oh, you know, I couldn't eat the food. I, I had to pay, pay for my chippy. I couldn't eat TGI Fridays food. And I liked TGI Fridays food for a about 10 years. sugary cocktails in there. Oh, a woo-woo. Oh, my God. Yeah. I hated ever. I hated singing the birthday song. We had all these oh, yeah. We had all these things like, it was like, oh, um, they, they had all these like mottos. And it'd be like, uh, hey, uh, what motto are we using today, guys? Uh, we're using the swan method today. Oh, yeah, method. It was like, what, we're using the swan method, you know, which is like, oh, you know, where you're, it looks great on the top and working really, uh, working really hard underneath. And then it'd be like, oh, and I was Did you not have to put the salt and pepper on a certain yeah. side, like a Michelin star Salt on the right, pepper on the left. But I hated it. But I remember like pulling a sickie because they were like, you have to work either New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, Christmas Eve or Boxing Day. You had to do two out of the four. Um, and I couldn't do two out of the four. Right, I could do one, but I couldn't do any more than that because I'd actually got another job um, doing some acting, which was going to pay me £80 for the night instead of the bullshit money I got there. So I was like, I can't do it. And they were like, we have to, or we lose your job. And I was like, I don't, I mean, to be honest with you, I left in, in the end from this, but I was just like, I don't want to lose my job. Right. So what I did was I got to fake a doctor's note saying that I had a polynidal sinus, right, which is an ingrowing uh -huh. hair in your asshole. <laughs> and I was like, I've got a polynidal sinus. Uh, it's it's this, this, this. Here's the doctor's note to say that I can't walk tonight. <laughs> walk um, into a shit. And so that's how I got out of like, like, and I and I didn't and I'm, I didn't do this like, oh, this would be funny. I did this because like, this is what I need to do to get out of working tonight at TGI Fridays. Um, and then never, never work there ever again. Did and you that's hugely on? dramatic. I mean, I feel like you and Daisy's like, you've gone to the extremes here. Yeah. yeah. What, you never, you like, never oh, pulled sickies and felt guilty. I, did, I didn't pull sickies at all really in the early days. Like uh, it, when I, I was the youngest person ever to get a job in H&M on my 16th birthday, I bloody loved working in H&M. I worked there for like four or five years. Do you remember and the carnage of the Stella McCartney limited edition? Oh, all the limited carnage. editions. Carnage. Um, I ended in the end doing the stock, which was a really early shift. It was like half five, but you got away at half two on a Saturday. It was amazing. And you just sit in the, well, stand in the stock room and put on Kelly Clarkson's album and just hang up clothes. It was great. I loved Beautiful it. But then disaster. I also, <laughs> it, was, it was that album. All old school dreams coming true, working at a checkout. Everyone wanted to do that. So like, I, I always loved being on tell as well. Anyway, when I got a job at Horrid's, Harrods, when I moved to London, it was terrible. I remember getting sent home one time because I had roots in my hair. 
How bad is that? Terrible. But the worst thing in the world about it, because it was so hellish, we just all used to go to the pub after and spend all our wages in the pub. So then we'd wake up again the next day, absolutely hanging out our arses. We had to wear at least three inch heels. In the perfume bit, you're hungover, oh, you're stinking of perfume, you're in heels, and because, like, you're just literally standing there because it's not like, in H&M, the time went so quickly because you were all so busy, you were clearing rail, you were on till, you were talking to customers, and Harrods, that ain't the case. It was hellish. I used to I used to work at um, Hargreaves Sports in Gatwick Airport, similar to you, Alana, like, the shift would start really early because, obviously, people are in the airport from five in the morning, so in the summer, you'd start at four, um, should have prepared me for waking up with our daughter. Um, but, um, <laughs> but I, and again, I used to like it because you'd finish early, but then you were so knackered anyway for the rest of the day. Um, but what was quite good at working at Gatwick Airport, we used to meet loads of celebrities, like big, massive celebrities. So we'd get people like, we had 50 Cent, like, came into the shop. Brad oh, that Pitt. is big. Um, and like, we would, we had like a big, uh, like, um, autograph board because it was pre-selfie days uh, we had a big autograph board um where like you'd print a bit of till paper out and you go and get autograph oh, people. and like and I, I would always be the one that was confident enough to go and do it and i, had, I got loads of them, met loads of people like some sort of varying <laughs> like you know because met like like the man united team was amazing but then also like i was like oh that's nana moon from eastenders <laughs> can't get hers they're the best <laughs> ones like, though I'm like, that's Linford Christie in boots. Let's run over and get Linford Christie. Um, and yeah, so just, it was like, uh, I mean, like, again, I think as well with those jobs, like, you're not really doing it for the money, like, you're going to save the money up and down. You're doing it because it's just part of life. And commentary and, and, like, I always think, like the, like, the pals that I've met in those jobs are still my pals now. But actually, Alan and I did, I did actually, Alan and I ended up getting me a job in H&M. Um, it was the summer before I moved to London. But Alana had obviously new friends at H&M. Oh, and I was outside walking along, of the twin relationship. Yeah, Princess Street. And this guy ran up behind me, <laughs> picked me up, turned me round, and was like, oh my God. And I was like, oh, 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 I thought I'd been abducted. And he was like, oh, and then I was like, he was like, you're not Alana, are you? I was like, oh, <laughs> gosh. No. Yeah, and it was one of Alana's pals from H&M. So when I worked in H&M, it was just like at the weekends or like if I was off uni um, or Thursday nights, you know, you used to do lates on a Thursday night if you worked in retail, um, like a four hour yeah. shift. Um, and I saved up for ages to get my Ford car, right? It was oh, about a grand. Oh, yes. um, worked all summer, full day, so like full time. And then I wrote it off <sighs> after 12 weeks and didn't get any money oh, back no. for it. And, what, and the moral of that story is don't bother saving up for stuff. Yeah. Just, Just spend, spend it all. It all spend pub. what you earn. You highs. don't want to be the richest man in the grave or woman. Which brings us nicely to why don't you just buy an ice bath? Um, we had some other good ones that people wrote in. Chris Thatcher wrote in and said that he collected golf balls for five quid. He said you used to have to do the whole field for five quid. Did you have a utensil or... I presume some sort of bucket picky uppy thing. But Polly said though that's getting your steps in. It's good exercise. That is what Polly would say. Fresh air. Polly actually said that. Yeah, yeah. not bad. Um, Well, before we get onto Polly, we had one other one that was from Michelle, uh, who said that she used to work as um, making chips in a football stadium. I mean that. Quite a good job. Again, I used to think like working, you know, as being like a steward at a football stadium would be amazing. Like, mm. you like, could just watch, watch the, the concert, yeah, or concert, yeah. yeah. And then like, you probably like if it kicked off, you know, drama. If you weren't doing what you were doing, what would your perfect job be? Great question. 
Good Love question. that, Lisa. You and think... I don't know the answer for either of you. Actually, I'm actually very interested. Yes, Lisa. What would you? What would yours be? Um, if you weren't a pioneer in the gut health industry. <laughs> I would love to just like write poetry or something like that. That's not like a, a creative job. That's a hobby. Yeah, no, no, no. I'd be good at it though. You'd sell it. You'd sell your poem. I'd be good at it. I'd, I'd be, be like, like, yeah. Um, write us a poem now. Yeah, or maybe like a. Um, <laughs> um, Luke and Alana, you make this harder. I, te- I, I probably would be a doctor. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's what I was. Me- that was, me- was what I was meant to do. That's what I was meant to do. Um, uh, I yeah. Be a doctor, I yeah. Or like a teacher, I think would be really fulfilling. Um, I don't really know. Yeah, teacher. write poetry. I'm going to go. With. I'm going to. I'll, I'll be okay. a poet, guys. Okay. Okay, Alana, uh, what would yours be? I think it would definitely be like a practical job, like manual labour, um, mm. like a builder or an electrician, so, something that's got a start, middle, and end. Yeah. I always remember our friend Esme worked for McCain's in New Zealand picking potatoes. Did she? She said it was the most fulfilling job. And you're, the sun was on your back. You'd pick potatoes all day, practical, um, you know, wasn't too stressful. And that appeals to me right now. Appeals to you. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine would be, well, do you know what? Like, I think I've always enjoyed working uh, with little kids. Uh, like even when I used to teach little kids, I like playing with like my daughter, making up games. Da, da, da. So I think like even when I look at when we take Harry to nursery, I just think I would quite enjoy that. Like You'd be good at with the little like one and two year olds, and like just I feel like that. But uh, the thing is, is, like when it's not your own, you can just do that for the day and then go back and like play FIFA all night. Um, but like, I think like I'd quite <laughs> like to, yeah, I think I'd quite like to like run my own nursery or something. Surprised you? Cool. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Save us in child, please. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, so Alana, you mentioned a little positive Polly there. Um, I have got one this week. Um, and that was so basically, I've been very lucky to be invited to Hey Dougie Live um at the Leicester Square Theatre in September. And I said to Alana, I was like, Oh, you know, can um can you go? It's on this date. And she's like, I can't go, I'm away. Um, and then the last time we were invited to Hey Dougie Live, I couldn't go. So Alana was going to have to go. And then Alana couldn't go. She wasn't feeling very well. So we didn't get to go anyway. But I said that Polly said that we, the reason we couldn't go last time was because Ari was too young, actually, and she wouldn't have enjoyed it. She'd only been about one. Where now she'll quite enjoy going to see Hey Dougie Live. Um, mm. So Polly said, well, it's good that you didn't go last time because she wouldn't have been old enough. She wouldn't have enjoyed it. You wouldn't have enjoyed it. But now she is old enough, so you will enjoy it. So thank you, Polly, for that. Mine is... I have just been heartwarmed that how many people are using positive poly in their lives now. Honestly, most people I speak to have said that they're using poly in their lives. Um, so I would just like, I just love that we started it on this and that she is bringing positivity to all. But she's, yeah, she's going to have to start recruiting, I think. So if we've got any recruiters listening, uh, let us know because Polly needs some colleagues. Oh, yeah. So my mum had quite well because my mum wasn't feeling very well, but she was doing some house sitting. Um, and she went lying on the sofa watching the tennis, going home tomorrow, but this is a lovely house to be in. in. That's what Polly said. So Aww. my mum was house saying she wasn't very well, but at least she was in a nice house to be ill in. Guys, it's been lovely to catch up with you. Um, I have had a rather alarming WhatsApp that I need to look at. As you can see, that's why I'm looking ashen face. Um, but um, I will explain <laughs> we come off the pod. Uh, but thank you so much for uh, listening. Again, you can get in touch with us at 
uh, shitimarriedatwin at gmail.com or you can write to us on our socials at Luke Kempner um, at the Mac Twins. Um, I've been Luke Kempner. Alana, you have been? Alana McFarlane Kempner. And uh, Lisa, you have been? Playing myself. Playing <laughs> yourself. <laughs> I, I am Lisa McFarlane and I have been playing I play, I've played Lisa myself McFarlane. in this stuff. Um, guys, thank you so much and we'll catch up with you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.